shed blood of Christ. We pray, Lord God, that you would move mightily within us, that you, Lord God, would short-circuit all conflict. We pray that you, Lord God, would open up avenues of peace and joy. Convict, convince, if need be convert. Teach us your way, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, here it comes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to our co-laborers in the gospel, to our dynamic youth department, to all of you. We thank God for you. Truly, God is an awesome God. This morning, my subject is full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Don't leave home without it. And um, I'm in Second Timothy chapter 1. I'd like you to turn there. Second Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. When you get it, say amen. amen. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without amen ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring, verse 4, to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance, verse 6, that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, amen, by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound, disciplined mind. Full metal jacket. Commitment to our Christ is a continual charge of one's communion, character, and conduct. When we are fully committed, we have pure motives and a perpetual downgrading of selfish desires. We are privileged and maintain a powerful, passionate performance on behalf of our Christ, which is praiseworthy. 
Too often we confuse church members with committed people. And commitment is costly. Commitment to our Christ will cause you conflict. It will cause you continual onslaughts of attacks. And God fills us, feeds us, and facilitates our faith. And this word commitment is a service to another purpose or person. That as we look at this word commitment, it is, amen, to practice, praso in the Greek, amen, it is to practice, it is to do, poio, it is to labor, it is to work, and, and by another's agenda. And, 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 and a, a synonym is bestuo in the Greek, which has to be translated as to entrust. So when we are committed, we are entrusted Amen. By God, to God, to pull off something that is not directly from us. It is a will, it is a work, it is a wisdom that God gives us. When two people are being married and you pay close attention to the vows, it says, We are gathered here in the sight of God and this company to join together these two in holy matrimony. It's interesting that we invite God to be partaker of a pledge. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so this matter of uh, commitment, and, and let, me, let me stop starting. Everybody's not committed to Christ. We're committed to ourselves, we're committed to our futures, we're committed to our visions, we're committed to our families, but we seldom are we committed, fully committed to Christ, and yet we think we are. And God will send tests to show you you're not committed, because that's when we're ready to drop the towel, ready to uh, exit, pass go without collecting any money. Um really not as committed, you know, to what we say we're committed to. Commitment involves, amen, faith, not feelings, a fight, and a finish. That uh, Paul is lecturing young Timothy about, amen, a wisdom of education. And he is lecturing him about a warfare of engagement and a willingness and encouragement to finish in the name of Jesus. Paul, 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 Paul. As I look at uh, Paul and Timothy were two young pastors and First Timothy, Second Timothy, and Titus are what we call pastoral epistles. 
Are you all with me? That is, um, in 1 Timothy, Paul talks about the church and his message in chapter 1. If you ever want to know what we ought to be preaching, look at 1 Timothy 1. A church and his message, chapters 2 and 3, a church and his members. Chapter 4, a church and his minister. Chapter 5, a church and his ministry, amen, within the church. And then chapter 6, a church and his ministry to the world. Do I have a witness? Every time we go out with these buses, we are exercising a church and its ministry to the world. Are y'all with me? Yeah. And, and so Timothy and Titus are young pastors, but they are totally different. Timothy has a fear problem, and Titus is factual. Timothy's broken. Titus is bold. Titus was told by Paul, set the house in order. Throw out who you need to throw out. Do what you need to do. Can I get a witness? Two totally different personalities. That uh, when we get to 2 Timothy, Paul is encouraging him in his faith first, his fight, and his finish. Paul's in prison. Nero's about to take his head off. And Paul is writing all alone in a damp, dark, dirty dungeon with rats running around him. And he said, only Luke is with me. Everyone else has forsaken me. And Paul places a high premium on Timothy. That uh, Paul told Timothy in chapter, in, in, in the first epistle of of Timothy chapter 4 that the spirit speaks expressly clearly in the last days we are in the last days everything that's happening is 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 uh the last days the love of many will wax cold Matthew 24 the last days amen diseases locusts last days the rich well, bondage, the poor, and uh, wickedness in high places, we're in the last days. There will be a falling away from the church, falling away from truth, falling away from doctrine. Man will have a form of godliness but denying the power. That is, when we look at Paul's letter to Timothy, And it is believed by historians that Paul led Timothy to Christ when he talked about the putting on his hands of Timothy. And he uh, used Timothy tremendously. Timothy pastored the church at Ephesus, which was a hard church to pastor because there were a lot of theologians there, a lot of older, staunch people in theology. And by him having a fear problem, he was scared to address the situations. Do I have a witness? It is here, it is here that um, if we're going to wear a full metal jacket, you, you got to have a made-up mind. You can't be vacillating all over the place. You either in or you out. Can I get a witness? 
You can't say one thing one day, another thing another day, half-hearted worship, no passion. Can I get a witness? That, that is, he, he's dealing with, Paul encourages Timothy of maintaining a biblical faith. Now, biblical faith is different from just faith. Faith is, in the Greek, is pistis. And the correct meaning for faith automatically dismisses a lot of people who say they believe. Pistis, faith, deals with a conviction. It deals with a persuasion that, that no one has to come along and remind you what you say you believe. Do I have a witness? Some people believe as long as everything's going well, then they stop believing. But that's not faith. Biblical faith, biblical faith, biblical faith, as Paul presents it, amen, is a conviction, a persuasion, amen, and it is a faith that depends upon God. He's life. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Can I get a witness? If I'm exercising biblical faith, I'm never looking to myself. I'm always looking to him. Can I get a witness? So Paul says, real quickly, in, in, in his faith, he says, uh, and, I, and, I, and I want you to see this, when I call to remembrance, verse 5, the unfeigned faith that is in thee, the genuine faith, which was deposited by your mother and grandmother. Now let me stop pausing part. Because I was fortunate to grow up in a home where faith was deposited. I didn't, I didn't come to church to learn about the Lord. I knew the Lord based on the deposit of faith. We had to pray at dinner together. Can I get a witness? Yeah, we, we had to bless the food. We had to say our prayers at night on our knees. And it was a simplistic prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. That sounds like a rap song, don't you? We had to pray. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that this unfeen, this genuine deposit of faith, amen, and Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if thou, conditional if, if thou shalt confess, stop, say the same thing God is saying. When you and I don't say the same thing God is saying, it's false. It's sinful. What God calls sin, you can't clear and call it something else. Sin is calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. So when God says something, that's it. That's it. 
Husband loves your wives, agapeo your wives, as Christ loved the church. Wives, be subject and respect your husbands. You can't get around that. God don't want to hear, well, you, you don't know who I'm living with. God ain't never say that. God look at you and say, you don't know what I'm putting up with. And most of us are in denial. Denial is a way of hiding from God. It's when we wear garments of fig leaves. Mm. This deposited faith, this genuine faith, and I tell our youth pastor with the youth department, you got 17 years to engineer into the youth biblical faith. Many of them go off to college, which is witchcraft. And they need to be in the midst of witches and warlocks with a biblical faith. My dependence is upon God and God alone. Can I get a witness? But, 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 but this pistis, this, this conviction, this persuasion, yeah, this faith is, is there to help me at all times depend upon God. I can't see my way out. I don't know what's going on. I'm afraid. I'm, 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 I'm messed up. But I'm depending on you. Can I get a witness? Look, look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I will bless the Lord, Psalm 34, at all times, good times, bad times, weak times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Lord have mercy. This uh, belief is that as I live every day, I'm dependent upon Jesus for his guidance, amen, his direction. I'm dependent upon Jesus, not the pastor, not the church, not your Sunday school. I'm dependent upon Jesus only. Lord, have mercy. Lord, if you don't bring me out, I'm in trouble. Lord, 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 I believe your word. Lord, let me promote your promises. You said in your word, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Do I have a witness that, that, that this genuine deposited belief by faith, by faith, by faith, 
blind man, do you believe I can heal your eyes? He said, yes. He said, okay, I'm going to put some spittle on your eyes. Now go down to the pool and wash and come away. Sin! God always includes us in the healing process. If you wait for God to just zip, zap, and zoop, and you be all right, you, you got the wrong Bible. There's human responsibility, and there's divine responsibility. Do I have a witness? Where have you laid Lazarus? He's in the grave. Move the stone. Move your doubts. Can I get a witness? Well, by this time, he's thinking. He's been dead four days. We always make excuses based on our logic. Jesus started calling Lazarus. Lazarus came out. Can I get a witness? And he had grave clothes on. Most folk in church still got grave clothes on. That's them rags from the world that you ain't never shed. Can I get a witness? And, and, and he said, loose them. Amen. Uh, uh, that is, child of God, God wants to uh, save us with life and life more abundantly. I've come to different lives that they may have life by salvation and then life more abundantly, satisfaction. Some of us never get to the satisfaction. I just want to make sure I ain't going to hell. Well, you living in hell. He deals with belief, but part of this life and belief is our behavior. A second facet of life is transformed life, growing in grace, which is our behavior. His person and my participation. Now let me stop Paul's apart because true salvation is there are changes. We keep and we're so busy trying to protect the sinner that we stop preaching truth. Once, once I got saved, I wasn't perfect. There was a progressive sanctification process. Are y'all with me? But as I, as, I, as I stayed in the Word, as I grew in Christ, things in my life started changing. So when you don't see any change, you connected to the true vine, and if you break off, your works will be burnt, you yourself will be saved, but God lifts us out of the dirt, doesn't he? He lifts us out of the dirt to clean us up. So one of the characteristics of true salvation is change. And, 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 and you can say what you want, and then that's okay, I'm going to preach the word, you cannot claim to be saved and you're still the same. You cannot claim to be saved and you're still practicing sin. I said practicing. We all sin. 
Can I get a witness? That, 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 is, that is, our behavior is connected to our belief. Are y'all you, are with pastor? You keep saying you believe, but we don't see no difference in your behavior. You're doing everything you did in the world. You're full of hell. All you do, you're divisive. You don't unite. You don't pray for people. You judge them. You beat on people. You criticize. You don't, come on now. That, something's wrong with your faith. Because faith in Jesus automatically brings change. Everybody that met Jesus went out a different way. Do I have a witness? He, he deals with belief, belonging, I mean, belief, behavior. And then belonging, we have a sense of belonging to the universal body of Christ. We've been baptized. Ain't no, ain't no water. My Pentecostal brethren, some of them messed this up. You go down the dry center and come up a wet center. Ain't nothing in the water. Baptizo is identifying. And the whole water escapade is you go down underwater. That represents death and burial. And you come up out of the water, represents resurrection. It's an outward sign of an inward change. But the baptizo that I'm talking about is spiritual where I am baptized into the universal body of Christ. I got a sense of belonging. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar person. And the word baptizo in this text is, is context is placement. When I get saved, somebody said 55 things happen that we don't feel, hear, or see. And, 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 and some of it is God, listen, places me into the body of Christ. And then Christ places the Holy Ghost inside of me. There's a placement. There's a, there's a down payment. There's an earnest. Uh, I'm, I'm baptized. I got a sense of belonging. I belong to the family of faith. And there's one Father of all, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father of all. And you know, people tamper with this, and they don't know what they don't. Some people struggle with the Trinity because they're ignorant. Let us make man, plurality, let us make man in our image. Who will go for us? Isaiah 6.1. Isaiah said, here am I, send me. Can I get a witness? Uh, God even said in Genesis that Adam will be like one of us, knowing good and evil. Are y'all with me this morning? Kind of quiet out there. Yeah. Maybe y'all ain't in the faith. Let me. A belief, a behavior, a belonging. I don't belong in the world no more. 
I don't belong in fornication no more. I don't belong in, amen, uh, you, 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 because I ain't never did, you, you don't belong in lesbianism no more. You don't belong in homosexuality no more. Once God saves you, he's starting to draw you out and from, and pay attention to the prepositions. Prepositions are directional devices. When God calls me out, he's calling me to. He doesn't call you out and just leave you floating. If he calls you out, Lightfoot, he's calling you to something. If he snatches you from something, I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get away? I'm, 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 I've gone from hell to heaven. Some people don't believe in election. I don't believe a holy God could elect people before they were born. Well, you can believe what you want to believe. That's what the Bible says. Can I get a witness? We were saved before the foundation of the world. That, that's what's going to mess you up. You weren't saved in time. You were saved in eternity. Do I have a witness? That, that's why the Bible uses language. We are seated in heavenly places. And how can I be seated and I'm standing up at this pulpit? How is my name written in the Lamb's book of life? Lord, have mercy. And I'm still trying to work for salvation. There, there's a sense of belief that affects my behavior. Now, all my behavior ain't, ain't come under the blood yet. It's coming. I thought I threw that out there. And all my behavior gives me a sense of belonging. Hmm. He deals with this faith. Faith is something things hold for, the evidence things not see. I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Who shall lay anything, Romans 8, to the charge of God's elect? Lord, have mercy. For it is God who saves us. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so Paul is reminding Timothy about a genuine faith. A genuine faith. And in your faith, when God delays, it's not denial. Sometimes God got other stuff going on you don't know about. Sometimes by what you're going through, your kids are being drawn closer. Your husband, your wife are being drawn closer. Sometimes, Lord have mercy, the frictions you feel is helping someone else can I get a witness Paul Paul deals with this unfeigned faith this genuine biblically based deposited faith now 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 let me stop pausing part because thousands have been saved here in 32 years listen the bottom line is some of them have left a lot of them have left and and some are coming but we still get credit for those that have been saved. Because how shall they preach without a preacher? 
And, and because we are willing to preach the true, unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ, amen, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. He, he dealt with Timothy's faith. Timothy, you got to keep the faith, Timothy. Things are going to get tight sometimes, but you got to keep the faith. Can I get a witness? You got to keep on believing, amen, when logically it's not uh, advantageous for you to believe. Keep on believing. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so he deals with this faith. But secondly, he, he enlightens Timothy about the fight. It's a persuasion. Now, this fight, this is a dog fight. It's like two boxers. You box three minutes around. That sounds like a quick, you know. But three minutes can be a long time, especially if you're getting hit. Can I get a witness? So you come back to the corner, and they start lying to you. You sit down. They put water in your mouth, say you spit out. You're bleeding. Your eyes starting to swell. And they say, you're doing good, man. <laughs> you're doing good. Keep, keep, that, keep that jab up. Keep that, keep that hook up. You're getting your brains beat out. And the fact of the matter is, we are going to be in some fights that we don't want to come back out of the corner. We, we want to throw the towel in. We want to stop fighting. I'm tired of fighting for this marriage. I'm tired of fighting in this ministry. I'm tired of fighting for my family. I'm tired. Timothy, Timothy, Timothy. Timothy, you're going to have to fight. Fight what? First of all, your fears. God has not given us the spirit of fear, timidity, but of power, of love, and of a disciplined mind. Don't blame your craziness on God. That's why we're doing wounds and warfare. Do I have a witness? We're just as crazy as a bed bug. And if somebody listened to you long enough, you send them crazy. Well, ain't nothing wrong with me. I don't know what the pastor talking about. I'm fine. I come to church every Sunday. I sit there. I praise the Lord. I, 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 and then, then, Three o'clock in the morning, you got a hatchet chasing your husband. You know what I mean? You just, just as crazy as the day is long. You got one talk for church. You got another talk out there. See, God is not going to let you be slick, self-centered, political in his presence. Can I get a witness? God has not given us the spirit. Now notice he says spirit, and that's not Holy Spirit. That's human spirit. He has not given us a human spirit of timidity. 
So when I'm fearful, Lord have mercy. Now, just like this coronavirus, it is something for us to pay close attention to, but we don't get paranoid. This ain't the first time we had a pandemic. This ain't the first time we had major diseases going around. It's not the first time. I mean, um, we're going to do what's responsible, so we ain't having fellowship no more. You're not putting your lips on me. I I might even start giving Sister Gordon a fist. (laughs) Fact of the matter is, you know, we got to do what we got to do. My God, today. Uh, No timidity. When I got saved, I started noticing something. I wasn't scared of anything. If God be for us, then who can be against us? God is my big brother. He's my father of all. When bullies come, he takes care of them. When people try to tear me down, he takes care of them. When people behind my back, he takes care of them. Can I get no weapon that's formed? I wish I had a witness up in this house. Against me shall prosper. When the enemy, he didn't say if, he said when. Enemy's coming. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Isn't that in the Bible? I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Noah's seed. Mm. Begging bread. Second Chronicles 20, here's Jehoshaphat, a righteous prophet, a righteous king. Minding his business and all of a sudden, here comes the enemy. Like the sand of the sea. They came back to Jehoshaphat and said, the enemy's coming. He's going to, uh, he's going to uh, just subdue all of us. Jehoshaphat, a righteous king, called for a fast. He said, put dust on the dogs. Cover their head. We're going to pray. Can I get a witness? And they kept praying, and the enemy kept coming and then God got involved God said Jehoshaphat this battle is not yours you better learn what belongs to you and what belongs to God this battle is my battle can I get a witness And when it's God's battle, all you got to do is be still. Do I have a witness? You you don't have to formulate no plans. You don't have to get no weapon. All you got to do is just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. That is... 
Timothy had a fear problem, but Timothy had a flesh problem. Now, I'm glad there's another young pastor that had a flesh problem. Timothy had a flesh problem. Paul kept telling him, listen, uh, treat your sisters in Christ as sisters. Holy. Can I get a witness? Not something coming out of some club. Thank you, Jesus. Timothy was struggling with his flesh. Abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Now, if I'm interpreting that right, every time I lust after something, my soul is engaged in battle. Mm. The innermost part of me, my feelings, my intellect, my will is in knots as I lust for stuff. Lord have mercy. Timothy, Timothy, Timothy had a fear problem. Timothy had a lust problem, flesh. Timothy had a fractured problem. Timothy had a focus problem. Young Timothy was a pastor at Ephesus, but he was suffering through some humane stuff. We, We got some humane stuff that still belches up. Do, do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we still got some, uh, mm, we still got some stuff. Hmm. I, 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 I shared this years ago. I remember when I first got saved, and I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't balanced theologically, but when I first got saved, I was going to Bible study and church, uh, I would go to church maybe three times on Sunday. I go to my church, then I went up on 55th and Chester to Evelyn Gray's. I went up there; they were Pentecostal. Then I go to Deliverance in North Philly. And they have 5,000 members and Benjamin Smith. And I used to go. This is all on Sunday. I get home late Sunday night, and I would I would read the Word every day conference echoes on family radio, I would sit there and take notes and just read, read, study, study, study. So one day I was in devotions at at my house, at my own house. I I said, Lord, I said, I want to be just like you. So uh, I'm going out here and getting ready to go out and I'm going to walk in your footsteps. The problem was I wasn't doing it by faith. So I opened the door and I said, I'm going to be just like Jesus. And I I didn't get 10 feet from my house. And this boy was climbing on me. I said, get off my car. What's wrong with you? And that flesh just rose up. Won't the flesh rise up? Won't this stuff rise up? And the people in the world saying, I thought they were saved. I hear. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So the fact of the matter is, Timothy was in a fight, hoping the fight ends, getting ready to throw the towel in. 
And we all get there. We want to throw the towel in on life. We want to throw the towel in on our family. We want to throw the towel in on, on, on whatever particulars are operating. We want to throw the towel in because the fight is grueling. Satan is strategic, not tactical. Satan has planned. Satan went to Eve and said, did God, he always comes with a question mark. Did God say, didn't he say that? That, 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 that you could eat of every tree in the garden. And, uh, and uh, did God, did God, did God. And Eve had an internal spiritual problem because when Satan said, God knows that in the day you eat thereof, you'll be just like God. That's what Eve wanted. She wanted to be like God. Satan had deceived her. And Satan deceives us. We're in a dogfight. And we got to keep perspective. Don't we have to keep perspective? We got to keep biblical perspective of who God is and what God wants us to do. Amen. And, and, and the peace of God only comes when we have carried out the will of God. Do I have a witness? It's getting tight. His faith, his fight. His fight. I got to fight every time I turn the TV on. I got to fight. Because I have a history of lust. I have an addictive personality. If I like it, it's easy for me to get hooked on something. Isn't it tight? If something in my life seems to be bringing pleasure, I got to pull a plug, Doc. Amen. Young people, y'all better hear me. In the name of Jesus. Your fight has nothing to do with your feelings. Your feelings are not dependable. Do I have a witness? He deals with his faith he deals with his fight, but he closes out on his finish. Faith is life. Fight is liberty, but finish is labor. Timothy, you got to run this race. You got to run this agon, this agonizing race. Can I get a witness? You got to lay aside every weight. And the one sin that doth easily beset you, that's the sin of doubt. You can't live this life with doubt. You got to know that you know that you know that you know. You got to put on the whole arm of God. You got to run this agonizing race. And the race is not going to be easy. Because the race is not given to the swift. But to those that endure to the end, and do I have a witness? Child of God, I want to finish my course. Do I have a witness? I want to finish my race. And there are days I've gone through hell to finish the race. There are times I wanted to Get out of the race. There's moments 
I didn't understand the race. Do I have a witness? Why, Lord, would you do this to me? Why do the righteous suffer? Why do we go through hell on earth? Lord, why do we get hit every time we leave our corner? Do I have a witness? But I got some clarity by reading the book of Jeremiah. Do I have a witness? God told Jeremiah, he said, boy, I knew you before you were born. I ordained you before you were born. I called you to be a prophet to the nations before you were born. Can I get a witness? And Jeremiah was faithful in his department. He preached what God wanted him to preach. He said what God wanted him to say. They threw him in a dungeon. They threw him in manure. They laughed at him. They spit on him. His own family turned against him. Do I have a witness? And Jeremiah said, that's it. I'm not preaching no more. I'm not teaching no more. I'm not going to cooperate with God anymore. I'm sick of being sick. I'm tired of being tired. Can I get a witness? Have you ever been there, child of God? There's no hope on the horizon. I just feel like a man beaten up and thrown out. But when you get to chapter 20 of Jeremiah, Jeremiah said, now I know I told the Lord I'm not preaching anymore. I know I told the Lord I'm not teaching anymore. I know I told the Lord I will not persevere anymore. But I found something out. When he called me, it's like fire. Shut up in my bones. Fire sitting on the altar. Can I get a witness? When God calls you, he puts a fire in you. You can't put the fire out. You can turn away from the fire. But the fire will keep burning. That fire is a conviction. Can I get a witness? Every time I say I'm getting out, that fire comes up within me. It's like fire. Shut up in my bones. I can't help myself. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. It's fire. It's fire. It's fire. That's greater than my faith. Greater than my fight. Greater than my finish. See, when God puts the fire in you, the fire will last until you finish. Can I get a witness? And if you come short to the finish line, the fire will raise up so you can go a little while longer. The fire will keep you in a troubled marriage. The fire will keep you in a troubled ministry. The fire will keep you gone when you don't feel like gone. There's power in the calling. It's like fire 
shadow in my bones. I got to finish what I started. I got to go all the way with Jesus or I won't get no sleep. I won't have no peace. I won't have no rest. Lord, if the children are unsaved, save them. And I'm praying by faith. Lord, I'm going to fight for this marriage. I'm going to fight for my mindset. I'm going to keep on fighting. Because I'm going to finish this race. Say yeah. Say yeah. Fire. 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 Shut up. In my bones. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, don't fool with God. You want to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to escape hell and go to heaven. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. I see your hands. Come on up here. Stand here, please. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Stand. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Thank you. Praise Jesus. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to be saved. Come on, come on up. Praise Jesus. Right here. Praise the Lord. There another, you want to give your life to Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Or you want to join our church on your Christian experience, you too raise your hands and come on up. We got a great church. We get the word here. We get fed here. We get facilitated here. Raise your hand if you want to join our church. Praise the name of Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. I'm going to ask the ministers to Take these young men and ladies and lead them to Christ. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Praise his name. Now, if you didn't fill out the card, fill out the card and bring it up and give it to Reverend Jackson. Reverend Jackson, raise your hand. Where'd he go? He's back here. Raise your hand high. You're a little short. Very high. Praise Jesus. Fill out the card and give it to Reverend Jay. Oh, here comes somebody else. Praise the Lord. You coming up? Come on up, man. Come on up. Praise God. All right. Don't go to hell in the handbasket. You need to be born again. Amen. Father, bless the food that has been prepared for discipleship classes, teachers, staff, and thank you for the life of Timothy full metal jacket a fight of fear and a, a faith a fear a faith a fight and a finish help us to finish this race yes it's going to get hard yes we're going to get upset but give us that fire to run for Jesus and we thank you and we praise you. And we look forward to Wednesday on about our warfare and our wounds. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, adios. God bless you. Father, bless the food that has been prepared for nourishment of the mind's body. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. We love you. We love you. You are dismissed.